The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters and revives my soul. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good evening, friends. Isn't it weird being here when the sun's setting? <laughs> I think it's kind of cool to mix it up a little bit. Y'all, I had the privilege of going to out to the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds on Friday and watch some of the uh, Better Barrel Races World Finals, okay? My dear friend and cathedral member, Nicole Ragland, is a professional photographer and filmmaker, and one of her clients is this incredible young kid. She's a young black girl from Bowley, Oklahoma. She's a barrel racing phenom. She's 14 years old. And Bowley is one of the, the last remaining all black towns. We used to have 50, now we have 13 of these towns, the mostly black communities. But Vicki comes from extremely humble means. She comes from family challenging dynamics and is actively living with cystic fibrosis. She has to wear one of those things that, that beats on her chest to break up the mucus that forms. And Nicole has created a short film about Vicki and her journey called The Breath of the Barrel, which documents how her relationship with her horse and the riding on his back actually simulates that healing um, jostling when she rides of her lungs, which I think is just incredible that her horse is part of her healing. Against all odds, this kid is incredible. When you meet her, you cannot help but be caught up and swept up in her infectious joy and her sweet smile. She has to be the happiest girl in Oklahoma, I'm convinced. So as we walked up to her trailer, her horse Phoenix was standing there proudly, being pampered. He had this warming electrode cape around his body and his legs that I'd only seen on athletes, <laughs> you know, pregame in the locker room. I guess horses have those now too. But Vicky stood there clad in her pink button-down show shirt and her straw cowboy hat, and she was talking about kid things that were going around going on at school that week. All the while, there were these four women running around, getting the horse ready, getting her ready, making sure everything was right, checking the schedule. And before I knew it, Vicki was hopped up on her horse, and she was on the way to the, the gate. In today's gospel passage about the shepherd, the sheep in the gate, the aspect of community gets missed often and interpretations of this text. The purpose of the sheepfold and the shepherd is to be the community of Christ, the church. God created us to live in abundance in community. The sheep aren't safe outside of the sheepfold, right? And neither are we, and that's why this meta metaphor works so well. The wolves and the thieves are the ones that come with their own intentions for the community. They aren't grounded in God's intentions and God's heart. They come to steal from us and consume us. 
Think of the wolves as things in our culture that consume our attention, our time, our energy, all in destructive ways, ways that tear us down. They're, they are technologies of persuasion that never satisfy, but only keep us addicted to false hope and things that will never satisfy. But the sheepfold is anchored in Christ's abundance. It's a loving, beloved community where all are cared for and all are tended to according to their needs. There are leaders and there are followers. They all have to come through, though, the gate of Christ and are grounded in Christ's love. This is what keeps the flock together. We are all given the key to the gate of abundance. And we are to be a piece of that abundance for one another. Feeding one another from the wholesome body of Christ that we are filled with each Sunday. That collective sharing and that collective feast is what keeps everyone cared for in the community and sustains a network and a reality of abundance instead of fear and scarcity. Let's go back to Vicki. What was incredible to me about her support system was that all those women that were surrounding her, they loved her so purely and saw her for the gem that she was. They believed her and loved her so much, they were all there for no, at no cost to Vicki. And this is kind of unheard of, y'all. Horse trainers, veterinarians, everything you need to care for that horse and that rider is extremely expensive, and it takes a lot to maintain. But most of these things that Vicki needed were given to her out of her community's abundance. The trainer, for example, is a full-time waitress but travels with her to shows for free and lets her horse live on her land in her stables for free. Through Nicole's artistic work, she has helped Vicki secure sponsorships and funding from private investors and is working on pitching her to big labels like Nike and Tacovas. This kid, this vision, this call that God has given her has found its pasture in the loving fields of God's community. And y'all, the joy and the energy and the excitement, the focus, the drive I got to see, and her turning those barrels under 60, 16 seconds was pure magic. Her cup runneth over indeed. Friends, what would it look like for you to return to your flock and your shepherd? What would it feel like to sit at the banquet table made for you in this world with the community of Christ? I think this is why our dinner groups at the cathedral are so popular and continue to be such an important part of what we do here at the cathedral. There's nothing more unitive and more fulfilling than gathering around a table over a shared meal, eating together, joined by our love for Christ and one another. Our reading from Acts today said, 
Those who had been baptized devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon them. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the good will of all people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This reading about the early church is exactly what I saw happening in real time in Vicky's racing camp on Friday. And it's also what I see happening here in the cathedral life every time we gather together, every time we welcome new members, every time we fulfill the needs of the poor, every time we realize Christ's call to feed his sheep, we are the beloved community of Christ by the way we live and by the way we love. Siblings in Christ, choose to walk through the gate of Christ's love. Join me and Vicki and Phoenix and all our friends in the pasture of God's abundance. Feast with us at the table, for surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.